What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Real Bit Three Podcast. This is the morning edition. Everybody, what, what, what do you say on the Breakfast Club? Wake your ass up. <laughs> that's like the old ass intros, right? I know that's um that's not the Breakfast Club. That's um what's um man? I'm gonna sound wild if I don't know his name. Um man, that's shit for shit forty five. Who sway? Sway, there we go. Yeah. I was like, wait, that's not the Breakfast Club. Yeah. All right. Everybody, wake your ass up. Uh, shout out to Sway, man. Only culture vultures don't know your name, Sway. Hey, die. hold up. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga, it's not even 6 a.m. over here. Um, nah. so, this is what I record. You keep telling niggas you're an early bird. So, that's, nigga, this one I record. I get up at the, I'm up at 4, 3.34 a.m. every day. Hey man, I've been up since. Shit, I've been up since about. You a dad? You up? Five, five thirty with, with the kids. So yeah, yeah that's what I'm, I'm like, you just up. You don't have like. Niggas ask when was last time you was? How long you been up since yesterday, nigga? That's when. Just about. <laughs> hey man, we got the dad of here joining us. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. This, this, so this shit. So I'm, I'm gonna start here. Um. So this is how I know I'm getting old. And it's not like drink water for health reasons and no shit like that. Um, but we were drinking, hanging out with some friends last night. And the last two times that I've gone out drinking now, like I'm starting to feel it the next morning. And <laughs> you I feel like that. Nigga, I used to I used to be fine like six months ago. Like I was fine. Like I drink whatever, like be cool the next morning. Last two times now, last time my friends, and then um Halloween met up with um, my sister, cousin, a couple other people. And even that was probably my first hangover in, well, that's only like, that's my first hangover since I was like 21, 20, 21, 22, whenever the fuck that was. Back when you was a young whippersnapper. That was, I, I'm gonna be pissed if like right before my bachelor party, that's when my birth, that's when my body is like, I right, think you need to chill out on the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna be hung over at the wedding and shit. Uh, it was that's the part that was just like because I've heard a bunch of people talk about like, oh, like they've had multiple day hangovers and shit. And I'm like, well, I've never had that. I was like, I had the one that was really bad, which pretty much knocked me out the next the day after, and then uh the Halloween one, which probably until about shit, noon, one o'clock, and then the Broncos fucked up the rest of that day. Um, I think my worst one was Christmas, probably. My daughter was born in 2019, so that had to be 2018. Either Christmas or 28. Yeah, it had to be Christmas of 2018. Uh, you nice. get static or not? No. Okay, cool. I don't care that. But uh, Christmas of 2018, when me and my girl, we were out at a brother's house, and I got so I got so fucked up. Like, I passed out and everything. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> like, literally, I don't remember, like, half, like, half the night, because it was like, I remember, because her brother and her sister, they stayed, like, five minutes from each other. So I remember being at a brother's house, we were drinking Duce and lemonade or whatever. So drinking Duce, you know, we were drinking Duce and whatnot, fucking. Shout out to Duce. I remember we got up, we we left out and went to our sister house around the corner. And the last thing I remember is walking into our sister's house. <laughs> and next thing I know, waking up, and they were like, they they were telling me, I'll talk about shit. Like my girl always say, like, oh, you don't remember when the two uh 
because they're like she got like gay guys in her family or whatever and she was just like oh you remember when the two gay guys was dancing and you just got up and walked out i'm like no i don't remember that <laughs> and it was like yeah she was like yeah they, she was like yeah they was dancing you got up and just shook your head and walked out i'm like yeah no nah, i don't remember none of that shit and a little bit of a little bit of uh civil and you just kind of like flies out the window when you drunk when you drunk then you'll be real like you'll be honest as hell but it's not just like a fun honest you'll be you'll tell someone off when you drunk they said yeah i said i got up and left and i don't remember i don't remember shit next thing i remember was waking up and it's like i fucking so like i woke up like in clothes that weren't mine so i passed out threw up all type of shit and uh that's the one uh and then fucking and i got we got up we got up the next morning because we ended up her brother stayed like an hour away so this was christmas eve so we uh we got up and we usually do Christmas Eve with her family and Christmas Day with my family. So we got up, I got up and I'm like, all right, I'm in clothes that, that ain't mine. I'm confused as shit. So I'm like, oh shit. Like I just had to get bad. Like for me to be, <laughs> you know, for me to be in clothes. So, you know, they didn't wash my clothes and all type of shit. So, uh, you have a hangover the next day though? Yeah, but it wasn't crazy. Like, it was like I had a hangover, but you know, I got up, we drove home or whatever. It was an hour I drove and shit. It wasn't crazy, but uh, I had a hangover, so we got home, we opened gifts and shit like that, and then we had to go with my family, so when I, t- and this was probably around 12, 1 o'clock or so, we, we driving with my family, and then it's like, I had to pull up, I pulled over, and I just threw up, like, <laughs> and it's like, after, after I threw up that time, like, on Christmas Day, I was good money, hey, like, man. I didn't feel hungover no more, nothing like that, as soon as, they, as soon as it got out of me, I was good. Now, throwing up sometimes is clutch. Like, I was like, that was probably... That was that was like two three years ago. That was my first hangover since. That was probably my first hangover since I was like fucking fifteen. You know my my first hangover is always a little memorable because it was, um, this is I want to say I was twenty two, um, and so I was working. This is back. This is so. This is back when Larry used to have me on like legit like a crazy at well we're gonna talk about connie a little bit later so like this is when lately had me on a slave shift and i was working monday through i was working sunday through sunday and it was pretty much well monday through friday uh i could be at work as early as like 4 or 5 a.m and i wasn't getting home until 6 37 o'clock and then on sun, saturday and sundays it's pretty much seven seven till about six and um and that's just because the way that we had a lot of our contracts with restaurants uh, would expire in January. And that's just because the company got started in January. And so there was just happened to be a bunch of shit uh, rolled over. So, um, but then the first day of February was a Saturday and our friends are like, so but I didn't have to work. And it was like my first day off in 30 some odd days. My friends are like, hey, don't worry, we got you. We're going to get you fucked up to just so you can forget all of January. Uh, I remember, fuck the actual like drinking part of the night, but I remember like trying to get home. So Matt, shout out to Matt. Matt got me home safely, but I remember getting out. I remember getting out of Matt's like car, not knowing if I shut the door and looking at where uh, my fucking route, my door was uh, from my grandma's house. And I was like, damn, why is that bitch so far away? (laughs) And... (laughs) Like if any car was on that street, like I don't care if they're going two miles an hour, they taking my ass out. 
No, I think actually I, I'm sitting there thinking now, like, yeah, now New Year, New Year's Eve 2011. That was probably it was either 2011 or 2012, but I was fucked up that year too. And this was like I was with my family, so like I was still living now with my mom. So we, you know, we had rolled to the party to the family New Year's Eve party together. And I just remember being drunk. We had me and my me and my older cousin. She passed away a few years ago. Uh, so we 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 bought like a half a gallon of a. Uh, of uh, 1800 like and just split it between us tequila is i i can't do tequila and it's not even like a no I love, I love tequila like that's my that's probably that's like my favorite drink like i can i can drink tequila all fucking day see i genuinely people think i'm fucked up and people think i'm super fucked up because like I'm like tequila and cognac is too like i can drink that like i don't do like vodka i don't do all the other shit but like tequila and like cognac i can do i can do cognac rum um, do I do I like rum too? I, I I don't do rum enough to say how much I could do rum. Like I, I do uh I like the bamboo. I bought I bought that and I oh Wayne that shit before. is fire. Is that Wayne? I thought that was raw shit. Was that nah, Wayne bamboo. shit? No, nah, bamboo is Wayne. If it's yeah. the one I'm thinking of, um, whoever it is, then yeah, I fuck with bamboo rum. Yeah, like this joint, the with like the X on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's Wayne's. Okay. Not that, like, don't me wrong, not that he's doing shit besides just putting his name on it, but you know, that's what all the I mean, that's what I think. I, I think at some point Ross had to be doing something with it too, because I think that was the first, that was when I found out about it. That was when I first found out about it. Uh, yeah, so like, you got like this. Uh, you can't probably can't really see it, but it's like a picture of Ross and he got the two bottles. Let me see. I'll send it to you, but that was how I found out about it. Looks like they both probably, they, I mean, I'm sure they are, uh, they both might be just fucking uh, endorsed at some shit. Oh, looks like they both got some. Oh, huh. But yeah, yeah regardless of whose it is, I fuck with it. I just found yeah. like when I found out about it, it was like through seeing it on like Ross's uh I think Ross was posting it and shit. And I uh I ended up trying it. I actually like that. No, nah, yeah, that shit was fire. That shit was fire. Um like I do like like I mean my favorite, like like I like Remy, so I I do like uh, I do Remy Remy a lot. I got a bottle in there now. I, I have to just because it's like uh so Shannon just came out with a cognac yesterday. Uh sharp. Yep. And let's see here. What's it called? Um, so it's called uh 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 Le Portier, if I'm saying that correctly. So the name's that. French. Um, but it's fire because it's a cognac and he and it's the name is the French name for um his grandmother who passed away, but his grandmother was one of the raise him, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta try that at some point. Like I gotta buy a bottle just to have that because you got a, all the bottles got her initials in it, and I'm like, cognac is inspired from his grandma I, and and it's Shannon. Like, I'm gonna go get me a bottle. Um, but now, uh, more moral of the story is don't get old because this is some bullshit. Because I hate I hate even feeling like because I just I was just able to drink so much and so often where like it just never fucked with me. Um, oh shit, we got this nigga, this nigga coming in twice out. And yeah, no, I'm gonna hop out on this one once, once you once that one joined. Yeah, <laughs> nigga pulling double shifts. Hey man, get, get killed two birds with one stone. 
Yeah, no, nah, but uh, I'm gonna be muting myself and I'm muted talking like I'm Tony and shit. <laughs> it's Tony, Tony, and Tony ain't allowed in this one. This is the old nigga podcast. It's no, your, right. your Twitter, your Twitter look a certain kind of way to be Based. in this one. All right, I'm about to hop out. I hop on this one real quick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. money. But yeah, no, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try that. Uh, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That be, I mean, realistically, that be the only way out ways I find out about a lot of like the like the new liquor shit that be coming out most of it and bust by somebody. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's it's coming through kind of staticky though. I'm not sure it's the same headset or all right, there we go. I'm good. Yeah. Okay, there we go. There we go. Get the video on. We should be good. Yeah. There we go. Just yeah. these settings real quick. But now I'm listening up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so wait, let's let's see where where should we start today? Um, let's go with I actually did. I threw some notes up in the doc. I was making sure I was trying to be, I threw two things up in the doc, but more organized than I was last week. Uh let, let's let's start with let's start with your goat, man. Let's so you, you said who? No, I'm listening. All right. So so you goat went on drinks champ. And no, this nigga. <laughs> he, he had he had a lot to say. That's facts. Um so l- let me just let me let me phrase this real, real quick before I get into it. Um so I'm a Kanye fan. Kanye's done obviously like some fuck shit and some and some weirdo shit and some shit that is just out there, right? But as far as being a fan of the artist Kanye West, like I'm a fan of the artist because to me, I don't get, I don't care too much um, what he's doing really publicly, personally, or with his own life. Like I don't know this nigga, so the only experience I have with him is through music, and that is giving me five great albums, the so-so album, and, like, the last two or three I didn't really listen to. So, you know, there's that. Okay. Um, so I fuck with Kanye. And Kanye has hilarious sound bites. Like I said, I don't know this nigga personally, but this nigga has some hilarious sound bites, moments, um, and there's no denying Kanye West's place in hip-hop and in the culture. Like, that is, he is high on the list for niggas who have made an impact, um, just just in general like he is he is high on that list right but kanye's also a fucking psychopath um <laughs> and sometimes kanye just um what's the, what's the way to put it like this nigga snatched a mic from taylor swift like he just does shit like that um i wish tony was in here 
because if Tony wasn't here, I could ask Tony is like, I wouldn't even ask. I would just hit, I would just say it is like, dog, if you ever hit the group text and say you're worth more than both of us, like that's worth the plane ticket in the fight. <laughs> like if you just ever randomly hit your group chat and be like, I'm more, and you add people to the group chat. Him hitting the group chat with Jay-Z and they're telling niggas like, yeah, I'm worth it more than all y'all niggas combined. It's crazy though. <laughs> so you're right. But I'm like, dog, why would you even put push in there? Like all the niggas that you put originally in that list were like super entrepreneurs and like niggas we know got a lot, a lot of money. We know what push the source of income is. And like you just threw him in there just for like, why? Just to let niggas know. <laughs> like, just I, mean, to let like, know. I put Kim, I put Drake, I put home. Like you putting your wife in there is crazy. That part too. Like putting your wife, putting your wife in there, like, like that ain't both of y'all money is crazy. I, it, dog, you put the nigga that you put, you put your idol on the nigga that helped get you on. You put a nigga that you beefing with. You put your wife. Who, who else is in that bitch? Um, dog. <laughs> and that's, that's interview of the year, though. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. I haven't seen part two yet, and I'm I excited. I'm excited to see. I don't part think two. I, I started part two. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be as wild though. It's like he got. It's with uh, Larry Hoover Jr. or whatever. So I think they're just talking about. Oh, like, okay. The, like I'm gonna I'm gonna finish watching it, but I, it might not be as it might not be as wild. But I don't know. But if it was, we would have been seeing sound bites and shit by now. And we it's been what two? Did it come out? It came out yesterday. No, yeah, two days ago. So it's like we would have seen sound bites and clips and shit by now if it was crazy like that. No, you know you're right. You're right. Um. And the only one I've seen is a uh, kind of said he gets his only fans from Reddit. He said, I don't, he don't, he don't pay for that shit. He just uh, get the Reddit. clips. <laughs> and, um, but no, it was, it was a funny interview. It was, it was a super funny interview. Um, like I said, you can't take Kanye too seriously. Cause a, he ain't really, I mean, outside of like, like, I mean, he, he says some funny shit like in the interview, but he ain't really said nothing wild though. Like, I mean, it depends on your perspective. Like the whole, the whole, I'm worth more than all y'all combined is like, that's funny shit. Like, and we don't know if it's a lie or not, but like, it's funny shit. So it's like he could be telling, like he could be telling the truth. Forbes, well, Forbes got him as the, um, I think Forbes has him as the richest black man in America. Um, but I don't know what that. The the problem is with net worth is like. That's what I said. It's like, that's one of those things. It's like, yeah, we don't really know whether it's true or not. So it's like, ah, whatever. But for the most part, like, he was saying some shit in the interview where it's like, oh, this nigga is like this. <laughs> like, a lot of it was funny shit. Like, it wasn't really nothing wild to me, though. It, was, it felt like Kanye. And Kanye has been uh, Kanye has been on this line. Like, what, like, what was the wildest shit in the interview to you? What was the wildest shit he said, in your opinion? In my opinion, the wildest shit. Uh, before the wildest shit i think the funniest shit to me was as he was kind of talking about everybody is um even kanye and maybe not even kanye try and i think he knows what he's doing when he does that kind of shit is he also knows out of all the names he could throw out notice beyonce was not in that text message because kanye knew for a fact if there's just certain lines you don't cross, and like yeah, you know he ain't, he ain't gonna talk about whole. He he he'll say some shit to whole. He ain't gonna say shit to whole about his wife, or he ain't gonna include his wife. That's and what I'm saying. And if I'm a bed man, Kanye ain't got Beyonce number. 
<laughs> How many people you really think got Beyonce number? Kanye like ten or less. Oh, uh, Kanye, Kanye, he ain't got access to Beyonce like that. He usually say, "Oh, can you send this to your wife?" <laughs> it ain't like Kanye can just hit Beyonce up. No, that was that was the funny shit. Is like he ain't put Beyonce in there, and uh, Nick was saying on Twitter, he's like, "Yo, but why he throw Kylie in that text?" <laughs> Yeah, nah, he ain't he ain't gonna say shit to Beyonce. Big Sean shit was funny though. The Big, the Big Sean saying. shit was funny. Um, the <laughs> see, see, that's the part that I think is funny about Kanye. Like I said, I don't know if anything is like wild, wild. Um, I actually think the more like wild shit and also funny is like the aftermath. Um, because I think Kanye to some degree believes a little bit of what he's saying. I just think it then kind of gets like wrapped up and he talks to himself and then it just comes out this way. Like, I think you believe all the shit he said. Like, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. A lot of it wasn't wild. It was like, maybe the way he said it was like funny, but it wasn't wild. And it was definitely like logical to where it's like, all right, I can see that. Like, it, it's like, Draco's I mean, verse was trash. You said what? So you saying Draco's verse was trash? I ain't hit a verse. <laughs> yeah, like, did y'all hit a verse? <laughs> See, now I respect that energy though, and I'm not and I'm not shitting on social, but I'm not shitting on the verse. But I respect the energy because a lot of you niggas are probably saying in whack ass verses to Kanye West. No, so I like, totally I, but get. I, but I but I respect what I respect Soldier Boy side of it though, because he was like when he posted the text, the, the, the pictures of the text of Kanye saying it was fire. And it's like, my nigga, if you ain't fuck with it, you shouldn't have told me it was fire, but then going like a, on a tour telling everybody it's tragic. If you ain't fuck with it, you are, even if you weren't going to use it, you could have just been like, oh yeah, you know, it ain't going to make it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I understood Soulja Boy side of things, but it was probably trash, but you know, shout out to Draco. Shout out to Ye. Shout out to Draco going to be an actor now. This nigga going to be on Atlanta and he got, um, did he's doing a show with Diddy on Revolt. So, and I think it's just like a life of, I think it's literally just a fucking life of Draco type shit. So. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy tried to, he said Kanye West with the interview of the year. He thought he was about to go on Breakfast Club and have another, have another 2019. See, that's. That wasn't, it wasn't shit like that. That's probably, that's still probably one of the like. Best Breakfast Club interviews ever. One of, that's one of them for sure. Like between that and Ray J calling me and saying he was going to beat Fab ass. Like. <laughs> And Birdman. And Birdman, Birdman top five, the, even if those it's two some of the best, Those are some of the biggest Breakfast Club moments. <laughs> uh, that's a fact. Um, Soldier Boy getting into, and like the whole, it's crazy because that whole Soldier Boy interview when he got into his whole Drake band, like if you, the interview was long as shit, number one, and that was like probably towards the end of the interview. And it's like, for the jump, he was in his bag, though. It just wasn't about Drake. He started off with Tiger. He started like. Oh, yeah. But yeah, nah, yeah, but yeah, was, yeah, was good. He was. <laughs> It's like he'd just be talking, rambling, rambling, and then get off into somebody. It, it was like, that's, that's, and that's the thing where, like, like I said, I think he believes some of it, but then I think it kind of goes like, like I think the reason why, like, he was able to th- say that about Drago's verse and then apologize to him the next day in text is because a lot of this shit, like, I think Kanye's got a bunch of yes men, so when he start kind of rambling off in his own little circle is I mean niggas just egg him on or they just say yeah you're right you're right um and then when he's confronted with someone outside his circle then you know topics change like the shit he said with Big Sean and John Legend he's like 
signing Big Sean, like the worst mistake of my career. Like this nigga was used by the Democrats. And Big Sean's like, dog, I ain't say nothing political. I just said I don't fuck with Trump and then went back inside my house. <laughs> and it's like, I don't yeah, and that's why I'm like, I don't know if that I don't remember what actually was said by Big Sean, but like I kind of understand Kanye's point though. Like part part of it as far as like, like I said, I don't know what Big Sean said, but I guess going off what Kanye, if I was to go off what Kanye said, he basically saying, like, look, if you don't agree with what I'm doing, then don't fuck with it. It's like don't. Don't tell niggas publicly if you my man and I didn't change your family's life. Now, like I said, I don't know what Big Sean said if he said anything. Uh, big, John, so John Legend is like politically active. That well, part, like it, but like, yeah, like if John Legend was in the media on some shit, like, yeah, this nigga Kanye tripping, like, yeah, he don't, he he crazy him, like it's like, all right, come on, my nigga, that ain't for the public if we if you my man. No, like, that, and that part. So that's that's why I'm like, I don't know what Big Sean said, but it's, but if Big Sean was on, out here on some shit like that, I can understand. And not saying that these niggas gotta agree with him, but it's like, you know, I'm sure Push the T and all them niggas and Common and all them ain't agree with him, but they ain't. No, you know, if, they probably talking to yay behind the scenes like, dog, that shit dumb. Like, well, I mean, at the end of the day, shit, some niggas just got different beliefs. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Like, you know. No, and that's and so I, I thought about that too. And this, this is why I said nothing was like wild. It's just the way he expresses it sometimes. Cause mm-hmm. when, when Push did the interview with Joe, Push talked about that where he's like, Yeah, I don't like Kanye and I obviously see differently on things, but like that's my guy, and we got a relationship that's beyond like his political beliefs, religious beliefs, blah, 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 right, blah. Right. Um, and so I also love the fact that like no matter how rich you get, it's like one of the one of the go-tos like my nigga like i know your mom like why would you say that like we know like we know each other's family for real like i don't give a fuck what the money's involved what the politics are like if we know each other on that basis like now now john like i said big shaw was i think i got like just a a straight hit because big shaw just said he don't fuck with trump and that was it john legend was out here doing a bunch of other stuff so i'm not gonna speak for john legend um, I also can't say that Kanye West made John Lynch. Why he why he get a business to your man's though? Give a business to my man. Who'd you give the business to? Yeah, man, he Talib lyrics stick to your ribs. Like why he why why he why he give uh Talib a few bars. Hey man, look. <laughs> hey man, look. Right. Yeah, had, had niggas think think Talib was like gonna be the next hold. Hey man, look. You know, I I, <laughs> I I ain't got nothing for that one. Yeah, he was definitely just going off on niggas on like Jay Bla- just Blaze called a few called called a few. That was nuts. That was nuts. <laughs> hey man, for him to be like, yo, like this nigga just this nigga just copying sounds. Like he don't even deserve credit for the <laughs> blueprint. Like <laughs> he's like, I did the first eight. He's like, I did the first half of the album or the first eight nine songs. It's like. That, that's when you get into that and this is the like i said it's i think it helps kanye create uh creatively which is cool because it's like a better product for fans but just rationally it's like nigga we all understand like who both of you are like we understand what kanye west the producer is we understand who like just blaze the producer is and like uh, kanye probably feel like niggas give niggas keep giving just blaze all the credit for the blueprint though do do the, do they though i feel like it I'm like, I feel like he get, I feel like Just Blaze get most of the credit. Uh, that's, see, that's tough because like, 
And I mean, I don't know who produced what, and I, I ain't that really ain't my bag to really be into to give a fuck about. <laughs> I just like the little bit of like music snobby shit with like Hove, especially early on. I would say if Kanye would have mad to anyone, is like Pharrell get a lot of credit as far as like the early shit he did with Hove. And so niggas can't be mad at Pharrell though. Fair. So it's like if I'm going down a list of like the niggas who I think is like most influential to Hope who it feels like gets the most credit to like early Hope sound it's like I would say Pharrell and then you could it's a toss-up if you want to say Kanye or just Blaze um but they all sound different which is the thing that it's like it's why it's always worked you don't listen to if you pulled up all the songs Kanye worked on all the songs just Blaze worked on saying just saying just Blaze just copy the sound is just nuts like (laughs) (laughs) I understand like you don't have to fuck with someone but to say like, yeah, no, this nigga just copied, he just copied my sound. It's like my nigga, like, chill for a second. Like that nigga's got a nice catalog too. Like, that's like telling Tim Blaine, like, yeah, this nigga just a copycat. Like, chill out. Um, what what else? Who else was kind of giving smoke to? Um, oh, he had smoke for SNL. Um, because he was telling niggas like, man, I ain't even seen papers. Every pre-divorced person ever. Um. And he's like, he, he said, you know, shout, shout out to him. He, he trying to save his marriage, quote unquote, um, while him and Kim play in this weird game of who can date the other 20 year old. Um, what else we got in this interview? There's one more funny ass moment I saw. Um, Kim Kardashian going on the day with Pete Davidson is crazy, Kanye. Don't let your wife do that shit out here. Kanye was out there with like some 20 some year old model from like so I don't even know. <laughs> he was nigga, like back. rich people just play a different ball game. No, but like, he was fighting back. Kanye was chilling. He just got out, he fresh off the breakfast club. I mean, t- fresh off of Nori talking about he wanted to get his family back. Next day she pop up with this fucking little whatever color hair, his this, this little blonde head nigga. Amen. Pete Davis. Kanye, she got your kids. Don't let don't let don't let uh don't let up be running the streets with that nigga now. <laughs> no, that's 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 rich people. That's rich people fighting in uh post post-divorce or pre-divorce. Yeah, Pete Davidson better stay his ass out of it. You ain't got that type of money. No, that's a fact. Them niggas like Kanye, imagine Kanye having somebody blackballed. Remember, remember uh what was what was dog name? Remember Chris Humphreys got got kicked out of Brooklyn. Hey niggas forget Chris Humphreys. Niggas forget <laughs> niggas forget Kanye. You niggas forget what Kanye what happened to Chris Humphreys, man. Look, niggas forget Chris Humphreys. That's what a was wild. the line. Didn't he have a line about it? Did he say my high? What he said my high ho drop you from the team? What what was the line? He had a line. I feel like about. Uh, I want to say that's from Watch the Throne, and yeah, there was a line. Um. I haven't listened to watch. I haven't listened to watch the throne in years. Um, I don't know the line off the top of my head, but yeah, you're right. He definitely he threw some bars Chris Humphrey's way. Oh yeah, he just said lucky you ain't had Drake. He said lucky you ain't had Jay dropping from the team. <laughs> then he had Jay dropping from the team. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, That's uh, crazy. The uh, 
Chris Humphreys is a wild life story. Like, niggas forgot Chris Humphreys was married to Kim Kardashian and in the NBA. Like, my nigga, you hit two. Nigga, like, was, nigga was married to Kim Kardashian for what, a month? And the nigga got a max, con- not a max, but he got like a, four, a 10 to 15 million a year contract. Was he the first Kardashian curse, nigga? Uh, that depends on the dating time timeline with LO. Cause I, I mean, but now nah, LO, but LO, I think LO was married to Chloe while he was like winning six man of the year and shit. That nigga might have still been doing coke. I mean, but this nigga's doing coke that ain't got shit to do with the Kardashians. <laughs> no, but you doing coke with the Kardashians is different though. Now, yeah. Um. Now transition from the Kanye shit. I thought the funniest shit, and it's just because it just never fails. Um, and so like my girls heard like us talk about, and she seems like some of the text messages about Jay Prince, and she doesn't quite get it. She's like, like, why do you guys talk about him like that? Like what? Like what is? Um, she's basically like, why is like why is Jay Prince Jay Prince or like who is Jay Prince? And I'm like. Jay Prince is one of those people at this point. You don't got to explain uh, my girl. Okay, okay. And it's like, Jay Prince isn't someone you really have to explain. You just kind of watch and you see the way he moves and you see the way niggas move around him. You can have no context on what he's done in the past. And the next thing he does will explain the context on who Jay Prince is. So when Kanye pops pops out out of this interview, (laughs) now mind you, you sent, I think it was you sent us uh, to the group text like the little video of them meeting at the church and this is jay prince and kanye west now i didn't watch the video initially i don't even think uh, i i don't think i watched it i just like remember seeing it thinking it was weird <laughs> oh, yeah, quick side note lamar odom was married was married to chloe kardashian when he won six man of the year okay there we go so he don't count so chris Humphries was the first kardashian curse nigga yeah, yeah. shout out to ray j for beating the curse <laughs> Well, if you believe him, the curse didn't exist before Ray J. Actually, if you believe Soldier Boy, shout out to Soldier Boy for beating the curse. But you know, I ain't gonna get into messy timelines. Um, <clears throat> is so, but you said you sent it and you were laughing at it because it was like, yo, why do rich niggas go to like random ass places to have like normal ass conversations? <laughs> and, then, and I so, and I left with that. I went to work and I was like. I didn't really pay any mind to it. And then I saw the clip pull up on Instagram just in like my normal feed. And you just see Kanye reading off this fucking note card <laughs> with Jay Prince standing there. And I'm like, Listen, we done, we done had a lot of conversations about Jay Prince on this fucking podcast. I'm like, I said that shit to my girl and I was like, this is why Jay Prince is who he is. Did you just see the way Kanye was talking? And like, and Nori and Kanye, Nori Jay, Kanye front. Kanye fresh out of Nori telling niggas he ain't well read. He read that fucking paragraph perfectly. <laughs> I was like, Kanye just Kanye would Kanye would go up to the Breakfast Club and wild out. He will he went on Nori and wild out and like these are legitimate things. Kanye has probably said some wild shit to Hove like behind the scenes. Niggas stood right next to Jay Prince and read that read that card like a fucking soldier. And I was like, yep. <laughs> Like behind, I want to end my the camera, beef. Behind the cameras, there was about ten guns pointed at Kanye. <laughs> I, was, I was like, then I was like, uh, I told her I was like, there's probably like two niggas in history. It's like Suge Knight and Jay Prince, and like I'm not sure. once Jay, once Jay Prince, once Jay Prince like gone and shit, like 
his son's probably gonna start getting their ass beat. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not Jazz Prince. He seemed like he'd be chilling, but that other one, Jay Prince Jr., <laughs> niggas can't wait to get their hands on him. Well, yeah. Once he ain't once he ain't protected by his father no more, niggas can't wait to put hands and feet on that nigga. I was like, <laughs> it's just like this. See, and we've talked about it before. Like, there's just the aura of like what like you walking into a room, like you could be the tough guy. And then there's being the tough guy walking the room with a bunch of tough niggas. And it's like, there's just a difference. And few, very few people got that. Um, like Gucci's got that. Uh, Jay Prince has that. Um, I guess, I mean, like in a newer, in a, for a younger person, niggas tell me NBA young boy has that. I don't know NBA young boy. I just, you know, niggas said they scared of him. Um, but yeah, it's like a handful of niggas that like it's just different. Yeah, like, like you get a different vibe from them. You get the different. You get different like energy from from them and shit. And and it's not just. I mean, it turns into respect, but there's like a clear yeah, difference yeah, yeah. in like like Hov walks into a room and like niggas are respectful because of what he's accomplished, what he's done. Yeah, niggas respect Hov, but it ain't like no tough shit. Like niggas respect Hov, like as if like. It don't matter who you is. Most niggas look at Hov like fucking God, like God or like this rap shit. So it's like Hov mm-hmm. walk into any room. It ain't going to ever be like, you no, know, like it ain't Hov walking in like, oh shit, like had your shit, that's Hov. It's like, oh shit, that's Hov. Yeah. <laughs> now, now in 93, Hov might have walked into a room and niggas might have looked at him differently. <laughs> yeah, ain't no telling. Oh. But yeah, but yeah, it's like you said, it's a handful of niggas that got that about him. Like, like you said, you said Jay Prince, you got Shug Knight, you got Gucci. I'll probably throw 50 in there, especially no, 50 if 50 definitely. got like a, you know, if you a nigga 50 got a problem with 50 is in there for sure. 50, 50 is definitely. Like 50 just got a way of making niggas uncomfortable. <laughs> it is and like. I, I study it. <laughs> <laughs> I study that type of shit, man. It's funny now because 50 like, embra- like 50 embraces that because 50 did that shit off like survival tactics initially. But no, now, now, and now it's like he doing it on purpose. Like yeah. when, he, when, he, when he just want to fuck with somebody. Like, <laughs> um, uh, so shout out to shout out to the Kanye interview. Um, Kanye, get 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 your life together if it's not together. Um, keep giving funny quotables though. We appreciate the funny quotables. Uh, shout out to Jay Prince. Um, let's hope let's hope the beef is let's hope the beef the beef the beef squash now. That's that's all that matters. Him, him and Drake ain't beefing no more. And Jay Prince says done. You know what that means. Finito, finish. Like niggas is chill. Niggas go. Niggas gonna go to brunch next week. Um. So unfortunate news Drake is a part of. Um. I want to hit on this real quick. Is um. Saying this as respectful as possible is rest in peace to the eight people who lost their life at Astroworld. Um. Prayers for the over three hundred people that were injured. Um. This shit was crazy. So when I saw this last Friday, um, initially it was, it just, one thing it just popped up on like my Twitter feed or Twitter, Instagram, one of them. And it was like eight people end or at the time, I think it said like four people ended up dead at Astroworld. Right. And I was tripping out for a second. I was like, what? Like, I, and my state of mind is, and a lot of more videos have popped out since then. So I've since changed my opinion. Um, but when it said people had died, my initial response was, damn, someone OD. Because you go to 
um, you go to these kind of festivals, it's like niggas is doing like just flat out. Niggas is doing drugs. Niggas is I've seen I've been at festivals and raves where niggas do drugs off the ground. Right. And so while I guess the uh, I'm more unpolitically correct uh, on the Patreon part, but for this is I guess I'm just desensitized. And so when I heard, like I said, when I heard that, it was like, oh shit, like someone probably OD'd. And then it said, it's like, oh, niggas was going crazy, like almost like riot status. And I was like, I mean, Travis is a hype guy. I, I went, I've been to plenty of rock shows like growing up and like I've been in mosh pits where niggas literally just fucking, they throwing their hands, legs, like they running into niggas. Like, right. Um, my girl said like mosh pits aren't supposed to get like that crazy. I'm like, Babe, there's literally like a formation in a mosh pit that's called the wall of death, which is everybody back up. You look at the nigga in front of you and you see if you if you could take him, y'all running into each other at full speed. Uh, that's crazy. Side note, I backed out of the one wall of death because I, I, I backed up. I looked up, saw the nigga across from me. It was this big Samoan motherfucker. I said, nah, <laughs> I'm good. Everybody started running. I took about three steps, backed up. Yo, I mean, he, he put a dude, he took a dude off the ground. Like, I mean, this man had no choice of his own. Just straight took this nigga right off the ground and threw him was like, yeah, had to be you, man. I ain't fighting this nigga. That um, crazy. But then more videos have come out where, uh, like, you see, like, ambulance is trying to get to people, people trying to get on the stage, like, telling Travis to stop the show. Um, like, niggas literally being, like, trampled because everybody trying to like be a part of that moment um so like i said recipes they people that passed away um have you been to those kind of festivals where it's just like no chairs you just uh, it's open no is that a, um i mean you, you you which you got me by a year is so you being the elder statesman here um would you ever go to one like that what a festival! I mean, yeah, honestly, I mean, like it ain't too. I will probably, I will probably go to one, but it ain't like on my list of shit to do. Like, I ain't really the nigga that's like, oh man, I can't wait to be around a bunch of people to watch a nigga rap. Like that ain't that ain't that like that ain't that like like I would go though. Like, like I would go to concerts. Like I always say, like when I when we went to, when I went to the J Cole concert, like that was like. The J. Cole concert was super dope to me. It's like, I would go to another J. Cole concert, but it's like, if I don't, it ain't like I'm going to be fucked. Like, if I was to try to get some tickets to a concert and didn't get them, I wouldn't be fucked up because I didn't get to pay a couple hundred dollars to watch a nigga rap. <laughs> so it's like, I, I would go to them, but it's like, it ain't like, for me, that ain't like high on my on my to-do list. No, it's, see, that's always like a funny way to put it. It's like, when you like, when you put it in, it's like, actual context is like yeah we're just gonna stand around a bunch of niggas and we're gonna stand around a bunch of other people and hear this nigga talking to a microphone um <laughs> it's like so we went to baja beach fest a couple months ago and this was in mexico um and it's a bunch of latin artists um and like it's dope there's a part of live music that's like cool to be around and like it is to a degree like an atmosphere it's like you with even though you end up with a bunch of people, obviously, like you with your people in the crowd too. So it's like you drink in live music, you know, you, you vibe or whatever. Um, 
this one, the part that I don't get is a. Are you good? Um, and I don't even know. Like I've heard a bunch of people say, like, "Oh, this like a generational thing." Like, "Oh, niggas nowadays just don't give a fuck." Is like I refuse. <clears throat> excuse me. I refuse to believe that. Like niggas can't be that. De- I don't know if desensitized is the right word, but like that fucked up in the moment. Where it's like, if I see a nigga on the ground, there's at least some decency in me in that kind of environment to be like, "Yo, my man, you good?" And the idea that there's this many people that essentially just ignored it um, on top of Travis, like kind of stopping the show, but not stopping the show. Um, I've seen different videos of one of him, like saying like, yo, there's a guy passed on the ground, like help him up. But then there's other ones where he's like, niggas asking him like, yo, please stop. Like much people's like on the ground, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, nah, y'all know what the fuck you came here for. Um, and then, and now niggas suing Drake just because Drake pulled up for like two songs. Um, but Drake has money, so you know, and that's how lawsuits go. The um, whole shit is like, just the whole shit as far as like who being sued and shit like that. I'm just like, y'all gonna just sue niggas because they was there. That that's that that's the problem. Is like if you sue Drake, you got to sue because there was people that performed before Travis. So it's like you got to sue. Um, I. See, but the, but the problem, the there. thing is, though, like, what niggas, what niggas be thinking, like, number one, they got money. Number two, it'll probably be more of a hassle for them to go to court for some dumb shit instead of just saying, all right, fuck it, just give them this money. Oh, absolutely. No, just settle, trying to get just settlements. To, yeah, they just trying to get settlements, like, knowing that they wouldn't even really actually have a case in court. <laughs> well, then you got niggas, then you got Ben Crump, who... I don't fuck with Ben Crump. I understand Ben Crump has been a part of important cases. I understand. Who the fuck is Ben Crump? Ben Crump is like this. I'll check your black history, my man. Ben Crump is like the number one black lawyer in America, supposedly. Like that's today? That's, yeah. That's, at least that's what they try to tell me. I mean, so, no, no, any, anybody personally I know that went to jail can't afford Ben Crump there, so that was probably <laughs> <I didn't> <laughs> So, I mean, I, I mean, is he a celebrity lawyer? Like, pretty much so, I, so I, what I, he is is and that's that's my thing it's like <laughs> if you look at what um the cases he's been a part of it looks good on a resume because like he he handles a lot of race cases but he kind of goes looking for him which is the part that and, and not just looking for him um yeah, like he, he goes looking for him, but he goes looking for him in a celebrity sense. So really what he does basically is like, um, you, you a part of management. You ever had to lay niggas off? Yes. All right. So if you go to lay niggas off, and you could lay niggas off for various reasons. You could lay niggas off because uh, finance, like the company can't take it no more. Um, like they got to just shed employees. You could lay niggas off just because they suck at their job and you just don't want to fire them. Um, and those could be legitimate reasons, but Ben Crump, let's say if Ben and Ben Crump, like he says, he works with um, a lot of black people. Uh, if Ben Crump was Asian, you laid off an Asian dude. And then Ben Crump would basically just be like, well, your company got money. I'm going to say you laid this thing off because you're racist. And Ben Crump has been involved in a lot of those cases. And he pretty much just puts out enough stuff publicly that niggas don't want to deal with him anymore. Mm-hmm. And so like he goes, he does all the, like, even yesterday, he was doing all these press conferences. Um, 
and he was shitting on like he was shitting on Travis. He was shitting on festival culture. He was shitting on Astroworld. And it's like, my nigga, like you just if it was if it was flipped and if this was a race case, you would be saying those same things about Travis. But now you just shitting on Travis because he's just the new white guy in the way. And it's like, I, I don't fuck with dog, but he's he's a part of this now. And so he's go, he's just going to say a bunch of shit. Um, <clears throat> it's you're telling me to do my black history on a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that's important, dog? You, you know MLK's lawyer? You said, do I know what? Do you know MLK's lawyer? No. I don't either. Both of us got to do some research. <laughs> no, we don't. Like, what, how, how does that knowledge help us with anything? No, who the fuck his lawyer was? What does that help us with? That uh, help us with shit. That's not useful information. That's not pertinent information. If it helps, Ben Crump has a book called Open Season, Legalized Genocide of Colored People. So there's that. Oh, yeah. See, dog, we got to get dog about that. <laughs> Oh fuck! Hold on, legalized genocide. So wait, Ben, but you you say he's the number one lawyer for black people. Yeah, like he represents black people. Or are you saying like against for the, black for the most part he represents black people? In this case, in this case, he's going against Travis and Live Nation and the other millions of niggas getting sued now. There's over like four hundred lawsuits. Um, but he also, but he said legalized genocide of black people. Correct. That's his book he put out in 2019. Never read the book. Hmm. but like i said he like i said it's one of those things where like it, the shit you could be saying is like is genuine or not genuine the shit you could be saying are like real issues this is like um um who who was i was just watching the clips of it the other day too oh monique when monique basically was saying the reason she didn't get the contract she wanted from netflix um hmm. is because she was black and she was a woman and it's like and even Charlemagne, who's who's down to get like Charlemagne's with the cop. Like that's one thing like niggas won't take away. And it's like even Charlemagne looked at her like, or maybe you just don't deserve the money Dave Chappelle got. Like, you ever thought about that? <laughs> like, I'm with you. Like, there's real issues with like black women in Hollywood, but like you ever just thought like Dave Chappelle does more numbers than you? Like, you ever thought Chris Rock yeah, does it's more like numbers than it's you? like dot like like you can't just make it seem like niggas is like discriminating against you because you ain't get what another nigga got. Mm -hmm. Especially when like you, um, and I don't remember her entire situation. It's like the people she was calling out for making more money than her. It's like, dog, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock and I don't know if she called out Eddie. She called out Eddie. She's wild. Um, it's like those should those should be the top three like paid comedians. Like. Do you know what their resumes are? Do you know the kind of numbers like they get? Like Netflix could try, they try to cancel Dave every time he drop on Netflix. Netflix still gives him the bag. Like, yeah, nigga, run it back. Like yeah, Netflix you know? ain't Netflix ain't gonna fucking cancel Dave. <laughs> oh. So it ain't a sports show, but someone's basketball team's doing really well this season. Someone's basketball team's playing like dog shit. I think it's pretty easy to know, like, who's is who. So, like, yeah, why the Bulls playing like dog shit, dog? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we did just get smoked by the Warriors. The Warriors is – man, look, there's so much about the Warriors story that I love. Like, I love watching this Warriors team play, 
And like it's like it's like when the Warriors play the Bulls, it's always like I'm always happy with either outcome. Like it's like it's like if if Steph go off and the Bulls win, I'm happy. <laughs> if you because if you like watching basketball, there's just no way you can't enjoy watching the Warriors. But play. I will say the only reason we ain't winning is because Vooch wasn't out there. But it's all good. We'll catch y'all niggas later. You're right. You're right. You're right. COVID take a few losses away from everybody. Exactly. Right. That's why he's in protocols. Yeah, he and COVID protocol. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that ESPN headline. That shit was nuts. that shit was nuts. I because I didn't even know the context of it. I just read that first and I was like, wait a minute, what am I? Because y'all had already started like texting a couple of things, and I was like, wait, what the fuck am I about to read? Um even know them niggas. Makes me click baby. Um so how you feel about the early season so far? Hey man, we might we might make we might make it out the east. We're the best team in the east for sure. Y'all think you better than the y'all think you better than the Sixers? Best team in the East for sure. Oh, he's the best team for sure. Okay, okay. For sure. They got um Joe and B and B, that's my nigga. They ain't got enough. The fact the niggas was eight. I don't I think they lost like 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 they I can like even when they when we were in the Bulls play, I'm like, I know MB to win the matchup against Vucevic. It is what it is, but it's like the Bulls got a lot of firepower. Kobe White still ain't healthy. See that's see that's all they see. After all these years of jokes, all niggas needed was to get um the twenty the twenty Alex Caruso niggas shut up. (laughs) Niggas just needed the twenty ten Michael Jordan. Niggas got Demar Derozan. They that's mind you mind you fucking Alex Caruso leading league and steals off the bench. That's a wild stat. That's a wild stat. Alex Caruso is just like a. What what, what do you call those kind of guys? Niggas who can't score, but like they good impact for the team. Kind of line they give him. Yeah, he like a, he a, he an energy player. He wanted those, there you go. Those, like he could, I mean, he could get out in transition. He could he could put he could push the pace and shit like that. And then I mean, he gonna get he gonna be solid for you on defense, which is why like it's tough because it's like like you said, he ain't like a great scorer or nothing like that. And then it's like when Kobe White get healthy because Kobe White did one thing he could do he can get some buckets. I mean, he ain't a great you know Kobe White ain't a great defensive player no shit like that, but he could score the ball. I think we're gonna be solid, man. No, it's it's it's, it's a fun team. We might see the Pelicans in the finals this year. When we get so, there. So <clears throat> nah, but, so here's well, the thing nah, that I nah, hate. But real quick, though, the board, the boys are solid though. Like I don't, I don't know where we're gonna finish at, but I'm like, it ain't. It's it's a it's only a few teams that I can say, like, I feel like. Like I, right, I feel like I feel like a matchup against the Bucks. Like I feel like the Bucks. I'll give the Bucks the the slight edge just because technically they had they'll have the best player in the series. It is what it is with Giannis. Giannis. Who do you think is the second best player in that series? Zach. Got to be Zach. I mean, that's, fucking, was, that's, it's, because I mean, and I mean, I fuck with Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton is Chris Middleton, but it's like. And I mean, really, like I don't know. I would probably, I don't, it's tough, but like I would, I would probably go Zach for sure. I think Zach would be my two. I think three and four. I think you could argue for it's Chris and Drew. Chris, yeah, and Chris then and Demar Drew would be, be right there. But then it's like you got Demar, you got Demar right there, then you got we got the next few spots because you got Demar. You still got Vucevic. You still got Lonzo. Alonzo's hooping. Yeah, so it's like we, it's like you know that. 
we have we probably have one of the most like solid like uh i feel like we got like one of the most solid like lineup stuff like like i won't say it's like great but it's like is good we good at every position no so that's, that's, fair. that's one of the that's one of the <laughs> like we, we real good at we really good at every position so i i i i say that uh so i would get a bust the edge against us i mean Brooklyn, they got the best two. They would have had bet the top two players in the matchup. I feel like, but I might I not like, have the top two no more. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. As, as a, I mean, what, I mean, but if we going off right now, I mean, we only like what eleven games into the season, so it's like you can't just take that away after like the first eleven games. But if we going off of like what we know about these players, it's like right now, I, I'll say, I'll say they had the the top two, and then we got. Shit, after because I mean I ain't counting Kyrie Irving because he ain't. I, I oh yeah, and I'm not counting all, so Kyrie. Like, like I don't think they can play. So it's like season. if if they got the top two, we got the next five, maybe six. <laughs> no, nah, that's fair. So that's, like, yeah. So who's they third? Who's Brooklyn's third best player? Fucking um, Lamarcus Aldridge. Is it him or is it um? Who's the who's the white boy over there? Um, Joe Harris. Yeah. Joe Harris. Joe Harris is a fucking Kyle Corbin, a hyped up Kyle Corbin. Shout out to Kyle Corbin. Joe, but Joe Harris, that might be in, like, and, and I fuck with L.A. And LA obviously, but I don't L.A., think... in his, L.A.'s obviously got, like, a way better career and, like, could be a better player. But, like, L.A. is coming no, back. No, but I think from, he's scoring. Like, I think like I think he's putting up pretty good numbers, like, so far this year. I didn't uh, see the stat line. I just want to say yeah, he's coming off hard conditions. So, like, anything he gives you, it's, like, it's kind of crazy the fact he's even in the league right now. Yeah, just because yeah. of what he went through last year. He had 21. He had 21 the last game. So he averaging 12 a game. Joe Harris averaging 11. Uh, let's see. I'm going to check and see for the last couple of games. But I think he's been giving them some buckets. Hey, look he, had at that. 19, he had 19 a few days ago. So, like, the last like the last three games, he didn't. So the last oh, two games, he had 19 and 21. And then he had, like, two the night before. But Chicago legend. <laughs> the Chicago but, uh, list, but nah, he. I think. I mean, but it, I guess technically it'd be between him and Joe Harris. But like, and either one of them niggas better than like. I don't have even one of them being better than the Bulls top four at least. I would say five. Like, but Patrick Williams ain't uh he out right. He he out right now. So top four is what it's Lonzo, Demar, Zach, and uh, Vucevic. Yep. Yeah, and I would I would agree with you. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm like we got so that's that's against Brooklyn, which, like I said, they got the best two players. So they, you know, so it's like that that they'll probably have the edge in that just because of what they could probably what what I know for sure they're gonna get from KD and what they could potentially get from Harden. And then uh, after that shit, the only other team in the East that I think like is a, a real threat to be what Miami. Miami's been hooping. Tyler, Tyler Hero, but, I ain't but gonna even lie. with Miami, with Miami, Tyler Hero been hooping. Like that nigga said some wild shit, but I I, I appreciate I can respect it was wild it was wild until he started playing the way he was playing like because it's wild because it's like realistically speaking it's like like the niggas these days like they get thrusted into like superstardom and shit so like when you talk about like a Luca and a Trey Young and not saying that they're not superstars and shit but it's like mm-hmm. they you know they get a lot these guys get a lot of credit before they really done anything like oh yeah. In the league, like with their teams or anything like that, like they get a lot of credit just for being like good offensive players. So mm-hmm. it's like, like a nigga like Tyler Hero, like if he start 
I don't know what he's averaging right now, but like he he averaging that. He already been to the finals. He already got an edge up on him, which I mean, of course, and the year he went to the finals, he didn't have a great playoff series, but that year he had a good year too. He was he was in, you know, in talks, I guess, for in debate for like rookie of the year. He was in that conversation, I feel like. Yeah, so I mean, he I mean, I, I don't know if I put him right, right, right on I, I wouldn't put him on their level, but he as of right now, he might be at that level right underneath it. Right underneath them, he'll probably be that next tier down for sure. Give him and not saying games. that they can't, yeah, not saying that they can't change depending on how how we keep playing. And Tyler, you're a complex defense. And that's the part that's like, yeah. like and if the Heat win a title, he can say whatever he wants to say. If he if he won a title and like because he coming off the bench, I think if he won a title, if he yeah. won a six man of the year and won a title, oh niggas can't talk. Y'all can't look. He can say whatever the fuck you want to say about Luke and Trey. <laughs> Jet was the top 10 player in the league for like two months after that title. Yeah. Like uh, it was coming off the bench. He hit that shot over LeBron. Niggas couldn't tell Jet nothing for at least like nigga, yeah, nigga, what that's most that's disrespectful it, shit is some going on sports center. Like this nigga went on Sports Center said, "Yo, hit that shot again, nigga! Fucking airball that bitch!" <laughs> like he's like, "Oh man, damn, sorry. I guess I won't hit the good one." But yeah, um, that'd be that'd be the only other team in the East I feel like is like a legit threat for the Bulls. Like those don't those are three teams that'll give up that I know like will give us trouble. I don't even know who else we got. Like you got the Knicks in the East; they pretty good, but we'll get them out of here. Shout out to D Rose, man. We might have to make a trade for you, uh, bring you back to the crib. Uh, back like Cam Newman. Pacers, uh, we getting the Pacers out of here. Who, who else is good in the East? Charlotte, Charlotte ain't got enough. I like no, Charlotte though. The, the Mellow's hooping. The like Mellow is that's that's Mike got one. I like Finally. Charlotte. I like I like Charlotte. I like if, if if Charlotte Charlotte can win the title, not right now, of course, but like like that's something like they got young talent over there. Like they got like young like good young talent over there. Like between Lamelo and Bridges and uh, Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre is yeah they got some good young talent over there and like at the rate shit been going in the NBA the last few years like all it takes is a few injuries to go the wrong way somebody to end up in COVID protocol at the wrong time and they could get in like one of these teams could end up in the finals with no problem and that's like that's the crazy part about it because it's like. All it takes is one a few things to go wrong at the right time for a few niggas, <laughs> like and and it could change the whole landscape of like the NBA. Well, well, the crazy thing is now, and it's like I think it's I think it's fair to say it now. Um, it's unfortunate, obviously, to a degree, but it's like we're we've officially we've probably been in it, but it's officially it's like it's post LeBron is like the last three years this year, oh, yeah, this yeah, year yeah. in the last two years, it's like we got. Injured, didn't make the playoffs, the bubble run, losing the round. Like it's like it's like the Lakers. Like the Lakers can be like, so like the, the Lakers, Lakers are can, the Lakers are they the Lakers suck, but they are contenders. I I will give them the contender status for sure. But like the oh, yeah. thing is like they contenders, but niggas don't like. Even if you feel like they go, they can win it all. It's like you can't be you can't be like that confident. No, it's fair. What it, it's crazy, and this is why I say it's kind of like just, and it's and it's not a slight on LeBron. Is like this is genuinely just seeing LeBron get old. Is like the last game LeBron played is I don't know if you saw the highlight. Is this nigga at thirty six, and it was crazy. Um, got a fast break pass and did a fucking um like a crazy ass dunk, right? Mm-hmm. And it was some shit. It's like oh, it's, it's LeBron. He's done that. The nigga been out for two weeks since then. 
And it's like, it's almost that old person shit where it's like, you do that one thing and he's like, yo, I still got it. And you like stand up straight and realize your back's kind of fucked up. Your legs ain't totally under you. And you like, damn, nigga, this don't feel the same it did a couple years ago. Um, and LeBron deserves the credit of just whatever team he's on. Like, you got to take them seriously. Dude, but the problem, the problem, oh, no, go ahead, John, my bad. It's like, but he's just not there consistently no more. And I sound like the hater because of where he came from. It's like, nigga, AD ain't taking you. And definitely. But, that, and, but the problem is that's the, that's really the biggest problem. Like, you don't even need them niggas to, to like, if you got LeBron James on your team, even at, how old is he, 37? 30. So, yeah, 36. So, it's like, yeah, because I think Melo 38. Shout out to Melo, man. Shout out to the guy. Melo who? Melo's been the best Laker. The fucking goat. But um, <laughs> y'all already know how I feel, dog. Hey, let them know. I ain't changed. I ain't changed my tune since day one. But uh, fact. but no, uh, like LeBron don't like you got LeBron on your team. You don't need AD to take you there. You don't need Rusty. All y'all niggas need to do is stay afloat. Like y'all niggas need to be able to let LeBron low manage. And y'all still pick up the wins where y'all fucking supposed to. Y'all shouldn't be going into fucking overtime with some of these bum ass teams y'all going into overtime with. But that's that. See, but shit like this is be it be the reason you can't really like. It's like I can't have certain niggas in my top five or certain niggas in my top ten because it's like my nigga, y'all like it ain't no way. It ain't no way. This is the result of two top ten players like out there playing like with 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 AD and and Westbrook. That well, and so and I fuck with Russ heavy, like. And, and no, I'm, I'm a fan of Russ, and I, I fuck with AD, but I just think, like, I just think sometimes it's like, I, like, y'all niggas, like, y'all niggas good at basketball, but it's like, like I don't, I just be like, I, like, y'all niggas, like, is y'all basketball IQ ain't, like, not there or some shit, because it's like, how the fuck do, like, like, y'all still got decent pieces around y'all, y'all not, like, even without LeBron, if, you know, you got a lot of niggas that a debate, like argue them having two top ten players out there playing. No, absolutely. That's that should be. You got an MVP. You got a nigga who's in his prime as a top five six player. Like it, it, the problem is, and it's like I've watched some Lakers games because I can only watch so many Pelicans games. But I'll get to them in a second. It's a real quick synopsis. Um, Russ is like Russ just hasn't played good yet this year. And, like, I'm kind of going off, like, and Russ has had some good, like, numbers games, but just Russ out there, like, A, it's looked weird because the nigga can't shoot, and that's just, we've all known that. And it's, like, Frank Vogel got him out there with, like, Rondo. Um, he's been out there with, like, two big guys. Like, they've thrown out, like, the White and AD, and it's, like, they, they've had lineups where AD is the best shooter on the court. Right. And AD can shoot, and this is like he, can, he can't shoot things. like that though. He can't shoot. Yeah, he should be the best shooter on the court. And so it's like, and then the paint's clogged, and it's like, well, what you want Russ to do? And it's like Russ is putting his head down, trying to go to the rim, and Russ definitely want like Russ definitely want like the superstar calls, but I don't even the refs the refs just aren't giving him superstar calls no more. But the uh, problem, I mean, like Russ, they need to put Russ out there with like. Like the second unit, not like saying bring him off the bench because I mean that ain't gonna happen. But like, That's you know, have him come in, play a few minutes, put Rondo in, and then when when the second unit come in, then you bring Russ in to run with the second unit. So then, like in the perfect. second unit, I don't know who they who all they got. I know they got Dwight. I know they got Melo. They got they would have Russ out there. So Dwight, Melo, Russ, and I don't know who else they fucking play. Uh, he's hurt right now, but uh, Horton Tucker, if I'm saying his name, Taylor right? Horton Tucker. They got Malik Monk in the second unit. 
Yeah. You know, and I mean, you would be messing with, you throw one other player out there, somebody else, you got Trevor Ariza or somebody else that can help stretch the floor. So now it's the only now the only people you worried about in the paint is Dwight and Russ, and everybody else can stretch the floor. No, Melo shooting, Melo shooting, and I'm not the stat guy. Melo shooting sixty four percent from three at home. Six million of the year. Like, <laughs> like Melo's been going nuts at Staples. Um, yeah, it's oh the the quick synopsis. So what sucks about the Pelicans the most this year, besides the fact they won an eleven, um is it's it's uh it's so here so let me say this real quick and this this just sounds like capping but it's it is it is a fact niggas is missing 50 points a game so like any team is going to struggle missing 50 points a game that's just that should be fair like do niggas think the lakers how many wins do they, niggas think the lakers would have if ad and lebron was both hurt and i'm not saying zion and ingram are ad and lebron i'm just saying the facts are they're 50 points a game so you're missing that out of your lineup. Right. So I'm not judging how good the actual team is with both of them not there. Um, and if Zion's fat or not, he's getting you 24 points fat or not. Um, he might not have good cardio, but he's going to get you 24. Um, <laughs> but these niggas play hard. And that's like the worst part is like Josh Hart is out there playing his ass off. Herb Jones is playing his ass off. Valentin is playing his ass off. And it's like – and. It's relatable to like watching the Broncos, where the Broncos have still had like a good defense, but the offense has been dog shit. And it's like third quarter comes around, and niggas just tired of playing defense for an offense that's gonna go three and out anyway. And so, like you could see niggas just like essentially like stop trying this hard. And how's, by the uh, time, how's Devontae Graham play? Deva- Devontae's open, but Devontae Graham, there's there's he ain't no Lonzo. He he ain't he's not Lonzo, which. It's hit and miss. the The problem with is like Devonte, for at least for the Pelican standard, I'm not gonna say Alonzo's playing with the Bulls. Is he's more consistent than Alonzo was? But he, you can clearly tell there's like a ceiling on Devonte Graham. Like if Devonte Graham gets hot, cool, he can get you 20 points. He could hit four or five threes. But pretty consistently, Devonte Graham is like he's gonna get you 14, 15 points. He's gonna get you five or six assists, which is all you want because you want a guy who's just like a good point guard who you have to respect him shooting because that was the problem with Lonzo was first, his first year is niggas didn't respect him shooting. And so even though he was a great passer, it didn't matter. Now. No, niggas respect him now. And niggas respected him towards the end. Um, yeah. Yeah. Last, yeah. That's last season with the Pelicans. He was over. Yeah. So it's like Graham, the role Graham's playing cool. And even though Valanchunas is playing like Valanchunas is getting 20 and 10, like if Valanchunas was on a team that wasn't one in 11, like niggas would say he's an all-star. Um, but you want a team that's one and eleven, so niggas don't give a fuck. And I understand that. And so that's like that's like I I just had to stop watching a couple of games because it was just like, is niggas just undermanned? And I don't even know when I don't know when Ingram's coming back. Uh who the hell knows when Zion's coming back? Like, and part of my overall sports issue with niggas saying it's like, oh yeah, Zion for sure gone. Like you see the way these niggas play, it's like. Zion, we all know, is talented, and Zion put up great numbers when he's out there and playing, but it's the same shit with Ben Simmons. Like, Ben Simmons is not good enough and has not done enough to, like, essentially bitch out on a four-year contract with four years left on his deal. Like, Zion has played and he 40 definitely ain't NBA games. After enough. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
Zion's played 40 NBA games. You could say whatever. You could say he's talented. You could say he's number one overall pick. He's the biggest, like, Instagram market, whatever. Nigga, if you've only played 40 games and you've been out of shape two or three years of your career, like, that's not the nigga who should be able to, like, hold over a franchise. Oh, yeah, I'm out if I don't want to be a part of this. Like, there's got to be some standard of you've had to prove this to get to this point. Like, KD could go wherever the hell he wants. KD the best player on the KD and Steph are the best players on the planet, especially with an injured LeBron. And I don't think it's close no more. It's like Steph got the Warriors playing like they did in 2015-16. And KD, KD scored 30 points missing one shot the other night. Like, I just didn't think that shit was possible. <laughs> like, this nigga gets better and better. It's like, how you stop him? Seven foot, he can shoot whenever he wants. He can get to the rim like. And this is with the struggle in James Harden. So it's like, you don't even got to, and I haven't watched enough Nets games. Like, but niggas could essentially, you don't got to cover Harden the way you had to before. And KD is still getting 30 plus a night. It's like, what do you, what do you do with this nigga, man? So Pelicans play hard, but they just, they just not talented enough without Ingram and Zion. Um, And if Zion end up, and if Zion really like try to force his way out because he think like management of the team suck, it's like now you've played forty games and you've been out of you've been out of shape for two of your three years. Like, if if that's if that is is Steph's career average, you saw it. I'm trying to see what Steph's career average is. I'm like points and shit. One is it's probably like twenty two, twenty three. It should got to be more than that. Nah, because his first couple years. His first, his first, so I mean, I got, yeah, his first, his first three years, it was 17, 18, 14, 2013, it was 22, 2014, it was 24. Oh, damn, I'm way off. Damn, but then it was, what, what was it? No, that's his, oh, I that's his season for this year. That's But I'm looking at his numbers, it's fucking 30, 25, 26, 27, well, yeah. Oh, yeah 24.3 right points a game. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and that's, and like I said, and Steph is like, niggas know how I feel about Steph. My only reason why Steph's points are so low, it's the same. Not as much, but uh, like rest in peace. It's the reason why like niggas could talk about like Kobe only scored twenty five a game, and that puts him like he's not in like the top five scores. Like Kobe didn't play. Kobe played barely any minutes his first two seasons, which fucks with his average. And his last three seasons, like once he tore his ACL, like he wasn't Kobe no more. So yeah, it's like his his averages are Kobe shoots up to like 27, 28 points a game if um you only do his like what was actually like his 15 year career. So exclude the first two years and then the last three. Um, no, Steph is, hey man. Shout out to dog, man. He be hooping. Magic, your spot ain't safe. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's like, shit. like it yeah, go on, shit, in my eyes, it ain't been a spot for a little while, man. <laughs> I'm like almost- I respect, right niggas, I respect niggas that feel like Steph gotta win one more though. I wouldn't, you know. Steph got three, Magic got five. See, but like, I don't know what I find more. But sometimes it's like, like, you know, you got they they both got rings. Like I think got the same amount of rings. But like, you it's it's different when you talk about somebody that shifted the entire culture of the NBA. Like, well, they both kind of got that. That's that's I think the hardest part to knock Magic out of that spot because. Cause with magic, and I was talking to um, who was I talking to? Um, I think it was the random old guy at the park. It was, but it was, it was cool 
because like you could tell like he knew what he was talking about i went to, we went to the dog park and just a random nigga that was there like eight nine o'clock at night um this he's like magic what magic did with passing is how we feel about steph with shooting like, niggas had never, like, we've never seen a nigga shoot like Steph. And that's why we have him in, like, this re- super revered spot above and beyond, like, like really above and beyond what his stats and accolades are. Because we see this nigga pull it from 40, and it's like, damn. But when Magic came in the league, niggas couldn't pass like Magic. Niggas didn't run their team like Magic. So that was essentially, like, that's why I think Magic's spot is so hard to knock off. Because they both did something that changed the way niggas play basketball. Niggas been trying to pass like Magic since Magic. And you could argue Magic still did it better. So, but like I said, I got Steph really close. I would honestly, I would like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at a nigga arguing either way though. It's it's tough. It's like it's like the most like one A one B shit ever. It's like if you think Magic can go point guard, cool. And I mean, Steph was a part of team with like the greatest record, like the greatest record in NBA history and shit. So you know, yeah, that 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 helps. And that count. That does count. And it's like. But, and Matt and Magic went to what like eight finals? Because the him and the I mean, then you got to look at who Magic came in playing with too, though. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. That's why like you, you also got to look at like like Steph. I mean, even though like of course like that thing, you know, it was it was through the draft and shit like that. But it was like you got to like like Steph ain't like before KD got there. Steph ain't got like ain't play with another nigga that like was considered like the greatest of all time. No. D- and he's still and no, but that's what I said. Like he, no, go ahead, Joe. It's like we we still fuck with KD. Like if you're into the whole like where are you on the NBA hierarchy? Like Kareem is higher than KD on the hierarchy. Like yeah, yeah. So it's like you you know Magic came through the door playing with like a nigga that's considered like top three, top four ever. The great like there's a lot of niggas who who have him as the goat. Yeah, and just like there's niggas that have Magic as the goat. Like it's literally like. Like two niggas, like two niggas that are in the conversation for being the greatest basketball player of all time. Like, and I, I don't think, and even with Katie and Steph, I don't think either one of them are in real conversations to be the greatest basketball player of all time. Like they can both, like, I mean, Steph is in position to be considered the, he, I mean, Steph is, Katie would be like the greatest scorer of all time. Like even, you know, regardless of what his points are by the time he ended his career. Uh Steph Curry would be the greatest shooter of all, all time and arguably the greatest point guard of all time, depending on who you ask. But it's like it's like legit niggas that say Magic is the greatest basketball of all, player of all time. It's literally like legit niggas that say Kareem is. See, I think one thing, too, and um, one of the sports talk here is, uh, and I'm kind of hoping, not that I, not that I don't hope a nigga won't, like, test it, but I'm hoping that like post LeBron will be out of like, there's only a handful of niggas that I think should be in the GOAT conversation. Now I don't argue with people. Um, I I've, I've, I've set up front who I think it is. Um, it should be Mike. Um, but it's like that conversation, like Mike, Kareem, magic, LeBron, I, it, it should stop. Like, not just the conversation debating between them. It's I don't think another guy is going to get into that space for a while. Because like you just said, Steph and KD are the most accomplished other players on the planet and not named LeBron. And no one, I think, thinks rationally thinks they're as good as LeBron. So I don't think they'll ever challenge his spot as like, oh, yeah, are I think, they really I think go? That, that tier is going to be kind of locked in, like as far as like being, because it's like with the game changing the way it's changed, like can't like – 
I don't, with the game changing the way it's changed, I don't think nobody else will really be able to be in those conversations. I don't think they'll be able to do enough. Yeah, it's it's gonna be hard. It's like these niggas went and even like even like whoever you just the, consider the next tier to be after them, it's like all right, if you putting Kobe in there, Steph in there, KD in there, it's like it ain't gonna be no niggas that can really rival their spots either. That's a fact. I think like I think Kobe is like like I said, I like I got for me personally, it's like I got Mike LeBron, Kobe is my top three. But it's like I can understand niggas saying like uh Magic and Kareem would be quote unquote ahead of Kobe. So if Kobe's like the gatekeeper for how good you gotta be just to get in that conversation, it's like y'all niggas ain't like y'all niggas ain't being like even if you even if you score 30 a night, Luca, that's nice. Like you dropping 30 a night, that's cool. Like you got these niggas went to, and this is like the craziest shit. Giannis just got to a final. Do niggas think Giannis is going to like five of the next eight? And that's the kind of like that's the kind of shit you got to get to to be in like just to get in that conversation. That's I, I feel like we probably seen our last like some of the guys that we looking at right now. We probably seen our last like real kind of group of like game shifters, like like niggas that really shift the game and shit because it's like. You got like a Luca, like Luca put up all these numbers and it don't really affect shit because they still ask. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Trey put up all these numbers. And I mean, like they Atlanta win Atlanta, they, you know, they they pretty decent, but they got a pretty good overall team and shit. Like it ain't like I don't think we gonna too all it ain't gonna be too many times we see uh a real like a nigga that can really uh like I don't it's gonna, I don't know if we'll ever see it like somebody like literally carry a team anymore that's i agree it's 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 also you need um like something's got to be different about them right like there's like if you want to say fine kobe and mike's game is similar um cool but it's like mike's game is not similar to lebron lebron game or even if you lebron's game i don't really think it's similar to magic like i know why niggas say it but if you watch them play like it's not um the uh and then obviously none of them play like kareem uh and then kd and steph don't play like kobe yada yada like those guys there's enough like differences in their game that's part of what gets you into that class and so it's like what's the next style of player like we've seen niggas who could score like luca we're gonna see niggas who are gonna be able to score like trey young we've seen like like Giannis even isn't really he was considered unique when he broke into the league but it's like nigga now everybody over 610 dribbles Right. Um, it's like you would really need a nigga who could be like, let, let's say Embiid, let's say if Embiid had good knees. And this is why I think like his, if he could have possibly been this, um, still would have been hard. Um, is if Embiid could really be like a back down, like Hakeem Olajuwon skilled uh, big man and also be a legitimate three point threat. And I'm not talking about just like take like a three or two a game, like a nigga who can really be a threat at seven foot on the outside. Because right. you would need something like that to like, and that nigga would have to play. We ain't even mention Shaq. And because Shaq's got like the best spot. Is niggas don't question Shaq's spot in history. It's like Shaq was just the most dominant, un- like biggest unfuckable nigga ever. It's like yeah, and B and B is like he 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 could he he definitely in my opinion he could be one of those guys in that tier. But like you said, it's like if he if he was able to be healthier and I think like I think what him is about because I feel like he Embiid is a pretty good shoe. He got a pretty good mid range game, a t- mm-hmm. little turn nice turnaround jumper. I think 
sometimes with him it's just about settling, like not settling for those jump shots he got. It's like knowing when to do what, like, yeah, like especially when like most of the time these niggas you're playing against, they can't stop you. <laughs> no, that's a fact. It and with him, I feel bad because it's like because I feel like he easily, but like when healthy, like got hundred percent, he's easily easily the best center in the league, and I fuck with you. Oh yeah. No, it's I don't I don't but like that. If, if MB was if MB wasn't getting wasn't missing games last year, he would have easily been an MVP. Oh, absolutely. That that's I don't think that's I don't need the question. I don't unless I mean niggas probably question it, but like I don't think it's a question on who's better between him and Jokic. Jokic, I think deserved to be MVP, but the, a lot of that was due to the fact like a bunch of other niggas missed games. So I wasn't mad that he won MVP, but I don't think no, anybody yeah, thought. Sure. I don't think anyone thought like, all right, now Jokic's like the best nigga in the league. Like, no, no, of course. Uh, but with with Embiid, my last take is like he's probably got like the hardest spot, and like this style of player is probably the hardest thing. It's a uh, because we've really never seen it. We just all think we have. It's a uh, I talk about this with Lamar. Is niggas just think it's like, all right, well, if you could run like that and you could throw like that, how could niggas stop you? Except you still a human and like your brain can't process hundred percent of the time is throwing the best option on this play is running the best option on this play. Yeah. yeah, Like yeah. Lamar could throw 60 yards downfield and, and run a four, two And that sounds great. And we've all had mad in my players. But like, it's oh, about great. the decision. It's about the decision making. Absolutely. And it's just impossible unless you were fucking supercomputer to be able to do that shit all the time. Like Peyton man and Tom Brady, like they smart as hell, but all they got to worry about is throwing the ball. They ain't running. Like, niggas ain't worried about Peyton going on a rollout or Tom running down the field. Like, so for Embiid to know always when, it's like, I, this possession is like the way they play. with him being as good as he is on the defensive end already, it's like, oh, yeah. All it takes is like, like on offense, your IQ to be a little bit better and you know when to do what and, you know, at what point you make, you know, make these decisions and shit. And it's like, that's going to take you to another level already. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's pretty good for sports talk. Um, we got anything else we want to say before we head out? Also, don't forget we got Patreon shit dropping this week. So for anybody that is listening, um, it's facts. We got any last second notes we want to say before we get out of here? I think I'm all good, man. All right, man. Appreciate everybody for listening. This is the Real Butchie Podcast. As always, at I talk about ninety eighty at Wibble underscore NVO at, at underscore HF fat. Even though you're not here with us right now, um, at Hard Fought Network on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll catch y'all next week. Yo. Yeah.